Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy, muddy boots. boots. Deadheading. Doesn't sound very pleasant, but it is, in fact, a great way to keep your garden looking tidy and full of beautiful flowers all season long. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about why, how, and what plants can and should be deadheaded to encourage them to continue making new flowers and keep the garden thriving from year to year. Keith, Mm. question number one, what exactly is deadheading? Deadheading is the removal of those spent flowers that are on various plants. And one of the best things you can do is to actually remove them so they look the plant looks nice and fresh. And depending on what the plant is, you sometimes will get another flush of flowers. So it's a yes. real benefit. It's a, it's a win-win situation. So why does a plant bloom more if you remove the old flowers? Because what most plants are trying to do is, is, is to recreate themselves. They're, they're trying to get as many flowers out there to get those flowers pollinated so that those seeds can then drop in the ground and then it's plant, the plant's done its job. Okay. What are the benefits of deadheading spent flowers? Um, taking taking the, 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 the spent flowers off puts, depending on what the plant is, can put a lot more effort and growth into new foliage and new branches and a better root system and a better vigorous plant. So there's just a few little tips. And more flowers. And more flowers, depending on the plant. Yes. I mean, you, you can deadhead a camellia and uh, generally that's done. You can deadhead a, um, you know, a wisteria and that's done and dusted as well. But there are lots of fl- plants that if you do, the more you the more you prune, yep. the more flowers, more flowers you, you get. The, the longer light, the longer period of flowering exactly. that you'll get out of and, it. And the one that comes to mind, of course, is the perennials. Yeah. Because you can just keep on taking out those spent flowers off perennials and they will keep on producing new flowers. And the interesting thing about that is that you can keep on doing that right up until the autumn equinox. Mm. Because if you keep if you keep doing that, you'll get more and more flowers. It'll continue all the way through the autumn into winter and then just before the end of winter, that's when the whole job's just about finished. But the autumn equinox is, is the time that the sap flow changes. So it, it, and that's, the, as I said, that you can do all that, that deadheading and pruning on perennials right up until the autumn equinox. Okay. But not everything, not everything should be deadheaded. Um, what instances should we leave spent flowers alone? Okay, so we did a little podcast a little while ago about wildflowers. Yes. Um, wildflowers are probably one that, that, you know, you don't want to be going and deadheading because you're taking away next year's growth and next year's flowers. Mm-hmm. So you leave those on and you, you allow those those flowers to be pollinated, to be set, mm-hmm. and then allow them, you can either allow them to, to just to fall naturally onto the ground or when they're nice and dry, you can go in there with a brush cutter and just nail the whole lot down to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then those, those flowers... Um, that, and they'll, they'll be coming into autumn at that stage. There's still enough warmth in the ground. There's still enough moisture in the ground that will allow those seeds to germinate mm. and produce the florets for the plant to set itself. So it set itself up for a quick, um, you know, show again in the spring. Mm. So that's they're the ones. Okay. There's there's one um, 
particular plant that um, I really suggest that you do deadhead, and that's called the Mount Eliza lily, which is agapanthus. And I thought that's Praycox. what you were saying. I thought that's what you were coming to. Yes, yes, um, yes. That is a real, real. That can be a real, real weedy pest. Yes. So if you've got any plants that can become weedy, and there's plants like euphorbias, they mm-hmm. can become very, very weedy as well. Mm. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, it's always best that, that you go and remove the, the spent flowers on those plants before and before they, that, before they get to the stage where they can drop and mm-hmm. and then just you know colonize the whole Take over district. The yeah. Yep. Exactly. So they're the ones that you richly you know really need to be um, you know looked after environmentally. Okay, but there are lots of there are there are lots of um, plants that produce decorative really decorative um, seed, decorative flowers yes. throughout the year. So, you know, it's good to hang on to those as well through winter mm-hmm. because they are so pretty. So, yeah. you, you know, it's, 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 it's an aesthetic thing as well as a necessity for some plants as well. Exactly. And, and, and I guess while I'm sitting here, I, the, the one plant that just springs to mind, which just looks absolutely spectacular, dried, Mm. Is the alliums? Yes. yes um, you know we've got a we've got a nice big bowl of of dried alliums at home. Mm. You know, so they've all been cut, turned upside down, and then dried. Mm. You know, and so that's you know, another great way of um, having a bit of floral bouquets and things that's in the right. house. Right, echinacea is another ni- nice one. Birds love the echinacea, yep. the home flowers, and the rudbeckia. Rudbeckia as well. That's mm-hmm. right. They attract goldfinches apparently with their seeds. I'm reading here. Yep, and which is crucial food for them in winter. Exactly. So you've got to hang on to some of these things. Okay, now when is the best time to deadhead those ones that we do want to deadhead? What time of year? Or so does it does it vary? It, it'll, it'll vary. I mean, you, you've just got to go out there and have a look at. I mean, middle of winter, you might have your camellias all out there. You know, so you go out and you, and you would you would deadhead those. It tidies the plant up. Um, azalea is another one, um, and and that's one that you really need to look out for for deadheading because. Um, the problem with with um, some uh, uh, azaleas is that they can get a fungal disease on it, mm. um, which is a, a petal blight. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and and those flowers will rot, mm. and they look absolutely unsightly. So just to go out there with a little bag and just pick them off, mm. chuck them in the bag, and away they go. You know. So it's an ongoing activity, really. Just keep an eye on everything. Yeah. And uh, you know, there, and there, there's another one that that I wouldn't deadhead, and that of course is the hydrangeas. No, no, you've got to leave them. You've got to leave them because leave they, them. they have this Absolutely. wonderful show of colour that just runs for months and months and months. I can remember um, getting handfuls of, of you know, armfuls of, of yours from the, the, yes. the other place for Leslie because That's she right. just absolutely adores dry hydrangeas. Yeah. You know, I just miss those. I know you do. <laughs> got a few more. Um, now, what is the best way to remove a spent flower? Is, um, there, a, is there a knack? Is there some sort of special... Not really. I mean, it, it, it will depend pinch on the plant. It. You just pinch them out. Snap you know? it. Just snap them off and pinch Cut them it. out. Yep. Uh, or if if they're a, you know it's a, if it's a bigger flower, you might want to use a little pair of snips. Mm-hmm. They're also a great way. Okay, and now we should do it. We should we uh, well, obviously again depending on the plant, we should cut it just above the first set of full healthy leaves. Exactly. Is that right? Yeah. Um, and that's very important. For instance, if you've got things like grevilleas. Or leucodendrums, or leucospermans, or proteas. Mm. You've got to be removing the spent flowers on those, not too far down the branches. Because if you go behind, say, the last four to six set of leaves on a, on any of those particular plants, mm. they will die. 
whole plant oh. will just die oh, off. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. deadheading those is, takes a little bit of research. So, yep. um, and this is the, re- um, we're giving you the research right here and now. <laughs> that's why we're here. That's why we're here. So <laughs> think about that. And also, we should always check plants carefully to be sure that no flower buds are hiding because sometimes they can be fi- hiding amid the faded blooms. That's right. And then you lose all of those as well. So you've just got to go through just very have a carefully. Look. Put yes. a pair of glasses on, like I'm, I do now. Yeah, like we all do. <laughs> uh, now, uh, as I was going to say, to deadhead plants with thick, because t- as you know, many plants have thick, tough, or stringy stems, you need to definitely use secateurs yep. for that. On most plants, trim away the spent flower, cutting back to just above the next bud or mm-hmm. leaf of the stem. So there are, yeah, there are. Or above the nodes, yep. Yes, okay, fantastic. Now, it's really just a matter of keeping a regular eye on the garden mm-hmm. to check for any deadheading that needs to be done. It's definitely not a difficult job to do. It's quite easy. It's quite therapeutic in a way. Um, and, and I find it quite relaxing. So it's not something that we need to be stressed about. Nope. Okay. Can you give us a few examples of plants that benefit? What have you, you know, things like you've mentioned the alliums. No, yeah. no, don't cut the alliums back. You've mentioned the grevilleas and all those sorts of things. Yeah. What else is there? I've got a little list here. Do you want me to go yeah, through go my through. list? Or, okay. Um, we've got Achillea. Yes. Uh, a steel, which I've just learnt, I've just um, got to know a steel, and they're gorgeous. They are they're, superb, yes, yeah. So, lovely, uh, lovely thing. Um, re- they're pretty high in the water requirements. Still, uh, okay, so. they're not coming into my Mediterranean. <laughs> well, they can when you've got the lignite in. <laughs> yeah, true. true. Uh, geraniums. Yes. They can be cut back quite hard because they'll they'll, they'll come again. Very, they, uh, they do come back. I've tried to pull them out of here and they keep coming back. Yeah. Uh, dahlias, obviously. Dahlias, yes. Got to cut them back got so you can get them. some more flowers. Mm-hmm. Cedar Mortem Joy, one of our, one of my favourites. Yes, um, that's a that's a great plant. But you wait until right to the very end yes. of, of um, autumn, winter before you you don't yes. worry about that. And and then that needs to be cut down to the rosette down the bottom. Right down to the yep. bottom. That's right. Pansies, mm-hmm. pelargoniums, roses. Roses, yes. Roses can be cut back nice and hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they'll just re-come and That's come right. back quickly. That's right. Uh, you mentioned azaleas and camellias, rhododendrons, mm-hmm. uh, bulbs. Bulbs are something that you don't cut back. Can't you cut the flower? You can, you can you take the flower the off, you don't touch don't the, the leaves. leaves. No, I know that. Um, we've got a whole heap of alliums in our front garden at the moment and they look absolutely revolting. But you've got to persevere. But you've got to just let it go because it's still storing energy for next year's flowers. Okay. What plants will deadheading be detrimental to? I have a list of those as well, things like digitalis, the foxglove. Yes. You don't want to do that. You don't want to let, let that You let that go all the way through, yep. Okay. Uh, because we want them to reseed for the following mm-hmm. year, things like uh, forget-me-nots. Yeah, yep. You don't like them? No, well, they're very weedy. Okay, well, they're just on my list. Lobelia. Lobe- yeah, lobelia, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I've got, uh, I just mentioned hollyhocks, foxgloves, that sort of thing. So we don't, we want to leave them, t- leave them alone. Otherwise, we won't see most them. Of, most year. of those are annuals, yeah. although um, fox, some foxgloves can be perennials. Yeah, don't, aren't they biennial? They can be biennials. Okay. Um, there's another one that's, um, that you, you, you really need to be careful of too, and that's anything in the echium line, because echiums have um, biennials and they have perennials. Okay. And once again, with, with the perennial forms of those, you've got to cut those back. Um, just below the, the spent flowers. Okay. All right. Okay. I think we've just about covered everything, unless you can think of anything no, else. No, I can't think of anything else. I think we've just about done the lot. Okay. Well, I think we'd all love to encourage as many flowers to bloom in our gardens for as long as we can, and it's clear that the practice of deadheading 
we now know isn't a difficult one. The bees will be thrilled with us, our gardens will be bursting with colour and we'll have loads of cut flowers to bring inside as well, which I love. Let's get deadheading. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.